1: If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. Hey
0: there and welcome to episode 41
2: of the episode the the Oh let me get this right unfiltered and undiscovered podcast I almost said unlimited there braggy my god not unlimited a good... we are we are unlimited we mate. we are unlimited it's this whole concept of tuesday night it's just my my head's not in the game and that voice that you can hear is obviously my co-host and one of the best kept food secrets from where he lives is a place go. called extra chicken salt it's a hidden restaurant and it's actually at curry street adelaide and you head oh. through, cop this, you head through the chicken sh- shop cool room door and you head back to an area of disco and fluffy ducks. Welcome, Tave Bragg from Adelaide.
3: Man, do you, where do you find this shit, I Tony? just look up things. Like, I know Current Street... Things. But I don't know the chicken salt shop. What is it called? Extra chicken salt. It's a hidden restaurant. So, extra chicken some... salt. It's a very, it's a very Adelaide thing because I think chicken salt was actually invented in Adelaide. <laughs> oh, truly. Yeah. Oh wow. It's, I think it's a, actually so. It's a very, it's a very Adelaide thing. But I don't. i not know. Where Thirty-eight is. Curry Street. For all those people okay. tuning
2: in on in Adelaide, go check it out. It's one of the oh. best kept secrets. Hey, Braggy,
3: we had a great show last week, didn't we? Oh. How that she was so inspiring um and so lovely. And it's just it was just good to be go to Nashville. Yeah. Yes. It was that? and, and so talk cool.
2: to someone from Nashville and yeah. Just that energy that she brought to it. It was just um you know and she works as at um the as a restaurant host or as one of the servers in a restaurant while she's building a dream then yeah so she's just a
3: typical uh, like Allison's a typical American who's got a dream and they just you know working at the gas station or working at the restaurant yeah surviving on tips and I was really interested about, about how she's finally she's playing on the strip there in Nashville yeah and not getting paid he's just doing like an open mic night yeah. And it's still, pretty she doesn't cool. care. It's pretty cool. She doesn't
4: care. Now She's, we've got she's our, living the
2: dream. We've got our guest here, of course. We've got Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids. And before I just bring him in, I'm just going to give a quick plug to our Christmas show. Coming up on December the 16th, it's our final show for 2021. And it's so exciting. I'm really stoked about this. I'm really excited about it. We've got a lineup of guests and friends of the podcast. Some will be performing live. Our guests tonight will be performing live. But importantly, we've got people like Shane from Blind Seas in Detroit, Alison from Nashville. They're going to be contributing via video just for our listeners, which I think oh, is all right Oh,
3: cool. right. So they're going, to, they're going to put something on and send yeah. it to us, Yeah,
2: they're going that's, to do that, cool. which is going to be awesome. So we're using another platform, so we're not doing it on Riverside, and it's one that's built for conferences so we can get the best experience for both the user and the artist. So we do need people to register, and the link is in the show notes. And as I said, one of the people who will be performing live, and you can't change your mind now, Sean Fraser, is our guest (laughs) tonight, Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids. How are you,
5: Sean? I'm doing well, guys. How are we? This is the uh, third appearance, I think, on this show. Is that right? Absolutely. We had. I wrote them down. The last time
2: was uh, episode 29 when we talked about... Um, Sally, and you've had a bit going on since then
5: Yeah, so I think after we released Sally, uh, did the video, went on this podcast um, got stuck straight into recording Scars and Regrets um, and, and yeah so it's been a bi- busy time, we're trying to do the whole six to eight week, release a single sort of thing still that we spoke about back in May, so we're still doing that um, so yeah, so, so after Sally, straight into Scars and Regrets there was no break or anything
2: Wow. Yeah. And, um, and we'll, you, uh, in relation to Breakthrough, you had some pretty positive feedback in between our last sessions as well.
5: Yeah. Breakthrough has been, well, it was the first one that we released, the debut, and, um, uh... It's climbing on, on Spotify at the moment it's uh, getting a fair bit of plays and a few saves on there that I'm seeing you know artists can see the back end which is really nice to see it's nice to see that people are getting into it um, obviously that it's got a positive message and and maybe people are you know need that after after the year we've had so um, it, it's been it's been good
3: yeah 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 and' you're f- and you're free
5: now Sean you're free in <laughs> Sydney uh, yeah, totally free. We can go and get drunk at the pub. So uh I've been doing that sometimes. Um uh, we we uh we can do whatever we want. We can go to restaurants, um but geez, four months lockdown, it was uh it, yeah, it wasn't tough. too bad. We, you know you know, when you when you write songs and stuff, uh it's good for that, but uh definitely after four months you get you get sick of just <laughs> looking at walls and going to work. Work going to work was like exciting. Yeah,
2: we are having some internet connection issues with you, Sean. So just to to give you the heads up, you're a bit splotchy in the audio back to me, but hopefully... And me, but it's all right. It'll improve. (laughs) Can't make it out. Yeah, we'll we'll get it going. So, but top 20 radio downloads, what's that about? What happened there?
5: Uh, Basically, we got breakthrough service through uh, like a, a company that sort of spat it out to more potential listeners and and radio stations and stuff so it was up to the radio stations whether they wanted to pick it or if they wanted to just leave it in the in the trash can Um, and it seemed like quite a fair few of the stations I think last count was a 70 had picked it up and uh, had either spun it or were planning to spin it in the next six weeks so uh, that was very, very exciting. Um, I've never had anything like that before in my musical career, um, and and it was really nice to see. You'd, you'd be on Facebook or Instagram and get a a notification saying that they were going to play it that night, and you'd be like, "Wow, I haven't yeah. even heard of this radio station before." But it was really, really uh, amazing to to see that, and uh, and we got a few you know followers from that. So anyone that gave it a spin, a spin, <laughs> thank
3: you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. That must be so cool. To hear your song on the radio, you know.
5: Yeah, it's it's a weird, weird experience. Um, <laughs> yeah. And just, just hearing, just yeah, just hearing someone say the the band name you come up with and the and the, and the song that you wrote with you know your mate and and it is, yeah. it is a very very cool experience.
2: Mm. So tell us a little bit about so breakthrough was um, the first one, and then we had. Um, Sally, and that was different, noticeably different. And then scars and regrets. The last time you were on, you promised that it was going to be quicker. I think you've delivered on that, absolutely. Yeah. So, so where does this end up for the Ritzy kids? Do we end up like in a mosh pit somewhere, just going <laughs> crazy? Or? Is there? I think what
3: Tony's saying is there. Do you, would there ever be a ballad?
0: <laughs> uh, you know what?
5: It's funny. Tony's not the only one asking for that. A few of my mates were saying, um, "Oh, so surely the fourth one's going to be a bit slower than the others." Um, and I, I can't promise that. Uh, <laughs> it, it, the next ones um, probably aren't as quick as "Scars and Regrets." "Scars and Regrets" is probably the quickest one I've wrote. Um, it's it's a hundred, I think, two hundred and ten beats per minute. I think Ooh. Willard was hitting the sticks. Um, yeah, it was funny because I just sort of. I just recorded guitar on my end and then sent it to him and it was more like, oh, well, good luck with that. And, uh, <laughs> and, he <did> a, <laughs> and he did a great job, as he always does. So how many more do you have in the back pocket at the moment, Sean? I reckon we've got about 15 songs. Okay. Um, I, 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 was, I was sifting through them during the week. Um, I've, I've picked out the ones that I want to drop as singles and then I'll probably form a, an EP with uh, you know, some of the remainder. Um but yeah, it looks like looks like we've got a got a fair chunk. We've got at least a set list. Um and hopefully we'll be gigging it next year. Uh, yeah, and now that you're up, you're opened up and you're
3: free there and say so are you still doing it you're still gonna be doing it the same way? Like you'll do something and send it send it to him and then come back or you you get I mean, you know? I I'm think saying? um
5: I think we will do it this way. Um, okay. But it's not to rule out the other way either. I mean, he's just at the other end of the freeway, Willard. So we'll probably catch up for beers, and if we feel like doing it, um, you know, at his studio, then we'll we'll knock out a song there. Um, but yeah. it is quite quite a lot easier. We're both pretty busy with full time jobs and all yeah. that. Um yep. everyone knows that. You know, if you if you're trying to do the band thing, you've probably got to have a full time job or <laughs> some money coming yeah, in of elsewhere. Course. So, uh,
3: and, and one thing one thing, COVID has done is that is it's we've all got good at this technology. Uh, we've all got, got better at it. So, you know, if yeah, it that's works, right. whatever, I reckon, whatever it
1: works, keep doing it. I reckon it, if, it, if it
5: wasn't for COVID, um, I probably would have tossed all this in, all the, you know, uh, the interface and, and plugging this in and plugging that in and seeing if that works. But because I probably had the time and we were locked up, um, there was nothing else to do, so I, I just made sure that I've worked it out. And, and Willard, he's a he's a sound engineer, so he just helped me with that. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things that if 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 Cobra wasn't around, I don't know if I would have sat in this room while I was allowed to go out and do this and that. Um, I probably would have tried to hire a studio or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I am I am grateful that we can record this way. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's also, once you, once
3: you hire a studio, you, you're conscious of the money you've outlaid and sometimes that can put pressure on, on how you record not not always in a good way sometimes, you know?
5: Yeah, I don't want to... I'll never kick a studio, um, but yeah, it does... It, it's, it is mm. expensive, especially if you're doing it the way I am where there's only me and there's Willard, you know yeah. what I mean? If there's, if yeah, there's yeah, five yeah. band members, if there's five band members, you can all chip in and it might be 800 bucks a day or something, which is pretty bloody expensive, but, um, you know... Uh, yeah, I I won't kick a studio, but it, it is cheaper for me to do it this way.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: and I mean, there's a whole lot of advantages to a studio as yeah. well. I should. Yeah, you should oh
5: say, yeah, but, I mean, studio absolutely. You can you can work with yeah, all types of uh, producers, engineers. Um, mm. Yeah, you've got the big open space as well. You know those big rooms in studios, which are which are inspiring themselves. I mean, you can sit in there with a guitar and and come up with stuff you wouldn't crammed in a <laughs> you know in a little room. Mm. Mm.
2: It's um, it's pretty hard to beat a studio at um, horseshoe bay on Magnetic Island, but Tate, hey, frag just quite... you mean a bedroom?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, curly, um, next week I'm going to check one out at Agnes Water. Yeah, so. so that'll be
2: that'll be really really cool. Now, tell me a little bit. So I've been doing a little bit of research, on Fraser. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit more professional around this particular podcast. So. <laughs> Now, Mitch Willard, your um, partner in crime, does he yep. have a bit of a pedigree with some of the other band with
5: other bands? Who else does he work with? Uh, well, he plays in a band called The Cyclical. Um, he used to be in a band called Best Kept Secret, which were a uh, like pop punk sort of outfit from the Central Coast, and they did quite well actually back in the day. Um, you can check them out on Spotify. Actually, they they got quite a following. Um, and yeah, he's 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 an engineer so he's uh, he's worked with a lot of artists. Um I think he he went he he rec- he was a recording engineer in LA for a while. Um and now he's just come back home and we actually worked on stuff, you know, in 2014 or something a long time ago um on on my first album as a solo artist, so I've known him for quite a while. Yeah. And he's he's done a lot of lot of things in his career.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So and I, I found it um interesting because there's a couple of questions I want to ask you about the film clip in relation to Mitch this time, so um but um but I'll wait until I've played that. I won't um necessarily spoil that just yet. And you were talking about your full time job and you're you've got quite a what many people would consider a high profile job as it is, isn't it? You're a newsreader with a radio network.
5: Yeah, I work here in um in Sydney as a as a newsreader and I've I've done that for for quite some time, uh, close to ten years now, so uh, yeah, it's, it's it's different to what I do, but then at the same time, some of it's a lot similar. I'm mean, I'm talking on a microphone, and I'm uh, you know playing yeah. around with this sort of gear, you know, um, so some of the gear is familiar, but the the job. Uh, talking about serious things that happen around the world every day. Yeah. uh, That's a little different to singing a couple of love songs or whatever.
2: Yeah. Do you ever get tempted to say, don't forget to check out breakthrough on Spotify?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Some of the, uh, some of the jocks have been quite kind to me at, um, at WSFM. They, they, they have mentioned the band. They said, oh, and he's, you know, he's in a band, so go check it out. And I've, all, I've always like, run into the studio afterwards when we're off there, and I'm like, thanks for that. Thank you. I'll check the Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's <laughs> so funny. handy, though. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're very good to be at the station.
2: <laughs> excellent. So for the listeners out there, do yourself a favor. Go into YouTube and look up the Kylie and Jackie O interview with Sean Fraser it's um it's quite um, are they better than us curly uh, they've got a little bit more polish, I'd imagine Although <laughs> A little bit could, more experience yeah, <laughs> a little bit more experience but but I think Sean handled it incredibly well, so just uh <laughs> just to give you a little bit more of a hint of Sean the person, so what say we put on scars and regrets, let's do it, and then we'll have a a bit of a chat around um the film clip's quite intriguing. And um, the treatment of Willard is
3: something that I want to talk about. So I've got a good question first up after this.
2: It's not bad. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very that's much. That's pumping. That's Aussie rock. That's what that is. Absolutely. Willard that's... is. Uh, Willard is uh, watching this, and uh, he's told me that my internet. He's giving me a hard time about the internet, and it's playing up and it's crackling <laughs> and stuff. So it's all right. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. Oh, it'll come well.
2: out in the wash. Yeah, when we do now. the edit, it'll come good. Now, can I ask a question? Can I? Oh, can, can I... I go first? Yeah, go for it.
3: Sean. We know, as a museo, you're always going to have scars. But do you have
5: any regrets? Ooh. Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> they say you they say you don't have regrets, but you know, they, you shouldn't have regrets. But I don't know. I suppose I, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because a lot of people always say, oh, no you know, regrets, I, don't, yeah. "I don't
3: regret it. I don't regret it." Yeah. You no, know. there's
5: definitely things I've done that I'm like. Ah, yeah, I wish I didn't do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're honest, that's it, that's it, eh? Yeah,
2: absolutely. One of the, the observation I want to make, it's really interesting when you're playing an artist's song and most of them won't do too much while they're watching it. They they don't sort of get into it, but um, Alison last week, she was singing along and dancing along and pointing out the key She bits. was. And um, it, it, it's a really, I, I don't know whether it's an Australian thing, but even when we had Shane from Blind Season, he just sort of sat there, it was like waiting. Because you know
3: all the parts yeah. that you don't like and you just go, oh, God, here's this part again. So what's it like when, <laughs> you, done when done you're on a show like
2: this and, and they're playing your song? What's going through your mind?
3: Um...
5: Uh, what's going through my mind is I've heard this song two hundred times. <laughs> That's it. And like, you know, Move with the, on, right? <laughs> no, with the with the video as well. Like, I, I have a part in the editing, so um, so I have heard it. I've heard it a lot. Yeah.
2: times. yeah. <laughs> good video uh, eh? and good drone who, footage. Who's the um the surfer?
5: The surfer is Jake Fishman. Um, I don't know how much time we got here, but he's a bloke that I met over in uh, in America. I was doing a I was driving from Los Angeles to New York. Yep. It was a dream of mine. I always wanted to do it. And as I got into California, I, uh, well, I was in LA. I drove down to San Diego. It was one of the first places I went to, and I was trying to pull the van into anywhere I could find where I could sleep the night. and Because um, I was sleeping in the van on this whole trip with my just me, my guitar, and my mate. And uh, I'm pulling the, uh, pulling the van into this beach car park, Pacific Beach in San Diego. And there was a guy in front of me and I sort of put my head out the window and I said, Oi, um, can I park the van here tonight and sleep in it? And he just yeah. looked at me and he was like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Where are you from? And I was like, from Australia. And then he goes, what are you guys doing tonight? And I said, oh, we're we're trying to find a place to go watch the Floyd Mayweather Manny Pacquiao fight. And he goes, why don't you come to my house?
4: How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's Hybrid Fiber Coax Network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.
1: Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov/consult.
5: And I was like, "Cool,
0: That's sweet." Awesome. So we
5: just went to this random dude's house, and uh, turns out that that was Jake. That yeah. was Jake, uh, wow. the surfer. And and uh, when I when I was piecing this song together, I thought um it would be good with a bit of surfing video yeah. and his name came straight to mind so i sent him a message i said can i get some footage from you and and that's how it happened
0: oh cool so
5: that's from america that footage then yes yeah it's okay. from uh, from california that's
3: yeah some
2: big waves there eh? it's pretty yeah. cool and and once again i resonate with it and one of the first times I ever spoke on stage to you know the adoring public that i have <laughs> Um, I had a three-minute story about the largest wave I ever caught as a 12-year-old, when I was a 12-year-old living up the Sunshine Coast. And um, there's a whole story in relation to it. And as a 12-year-old, I reckon it would have been... It felt like a 12-foot wave, but I reckon now that I'm a bit older, it was probably about six to seven. But
0: <laughs> but um, so
2: it's absolutely, <laughs> you're looking at those big surf, and it takes a, a bit of gumption to to put your heart back in your take it out of your throat and push it, put it back to where it's got to be. So, but, um, a great song. And once again, just the lyrics, you know, you look at that scars and regrets. They make us who we are, you know, just to me, people can resonate with that. So that's a lyric for everyone. And, you know, so many people will say things like, I don't have regrets. Everyone's got regrets. There's, you know, that girl that you didn't ask out in grade seven, you know, that's a regret. So, but, um, Interestingly, and I've got two big questions. One is, what happened to Mitch? I mean, all I can see is the back of his head and a drum kit. Was, was that was that part of the um, uh, the plan? Did he question. have a zit on the yeah. day of filming or something?
5: No. Uh, so obviously, we did him. Um, I recorded my parts from home, and he recorded his parts from his house. And uh, he recorded. He actually recorded his parts on on phone, like iPhone. Yeah. And he sent them to me, and I said, "We don't have one of your face." And uh, he's been flat out. He's been doing, yeah. you know, other stuff. And I said, if you can get me one of your face, it's going to look, you know, it'll, it'll work. <laughs> and um, I think by the time, uh, you know, the following Friday came around, I was like, well, here's the video, man. But it doesn't <laughs> have that video. And, it, you know, I think he laughed. He was, like, he was like, oh, that's okay. Like, I'd rather it not. You know, I, th- I think he's cool being in the background, yeah. sort of drumming away. And um, so he was cool with it. But I did ask him to get one yeah. with, with the face. But, uh, you know. Whatever, I wasn't phased. <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh, Mitch is there on on the electric kit, Sean. So yeah. that's another advantage of technology. Plug that straight in, and you haven't got to worry about setting up mics and getting to spend an getting a drum sound. And so yeah, it's that's a bit right. Of, yeah, and you throw an in the fact
5: that he's a he's a he's an engineer himself, so he can make uh, you know the sounds pretty good. You know, yeah, it's um, fantastic. He knows what he's. He knows what he's doing, and it's a it's a good sounding kit for um for an electric one, yeah. So sounds uh, great. I'm happy with it. Yeah, he
2: certainly works. It now is there a hint of a love song here?
5: Um, I, I can see how yeah, I can see how you could think that. Um, it's definitely about for me. It's it's it could be anyone in your life. Yeah. Um, not necessarily a partner. Um, or anyone that's just sort of been with you through the hard times. Um. It's sort of about, um, you know, like in the chorus, this is who I am. I'm I'm laying it all out for you. Um, And and the verses are sort of about that person that helped you get through all those bad times and stuck with you through it. Mm. So absolutely, it could be a love song. So it's kind of like a thank you.
3: And uh, Curly has actually just celebrated his 30th wedding anniversary. Yeah. And... um, it's kind of like a thank you because you, you do have those times when you're with someone for that long and they've, been, you, they've seen you at your worst. And so it seems to me that it's like that, look, you know, I'm sorry for all those things I did. I'm just thank you for hanging in there with me and realising that. That's it. I'm not, actually just, <laughs> I'm not actually that bad. I'm okay. You know what I
5: mean? That's, that's, what, that's what I get from it. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. basically it. And congratulations, Tony. That's a... That's a milestone and a half, oh,
2: that one. Oh, Bragg's not that far behind me. How many years have you I'm been? I'm in front, mate. Yeah, I'm, that's 30, right. I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, I think when you realise that um, life's pretty good with a person and then you start thinking at any stage of, you know, partnership, relationship, that you're thinking the grass may be greener, you, start to, you need to think how good is this. And you need to look at the positives. It was interesting. I was speaking to a lady on one of my other podcasts about suicide. And one of the ways she works with people that are contemplating suicide, it's not about necessarily going through that whole process of you know arguing against their suicidal thoughts. It's about helping them create a new neural pathway around what is actually good in their life, what is the mm. positives and when they when people start talking about the positives in their life all of a sudden their face lights up their emotions light up so it's a really critical thing and i sort of called you the new positive um uh philosopher of australian music
5: <laughs> oh, that's a big call.
2: well you look at breakthrough and as i said to you you know me and you might be having a chat because i want to run a workshop in january called breakthrough in 22 so me and you might be having a chat no. around what that could look like in terms of using your song you can have the song for free uh, oh. <laughs> but you
3: know what um, guys being in a band is is so much like being in a marriage except it's if depending on how many in the band if there's five of the beds it's, it's fivefold you've got five other people to to deal with and that's what amazes me about some of those bands like the Stones who just stay together because they must have pissed one another off so much. Yeah. You, you think about it, it's like it's just being understanding and eventually I guess like in a marriage you you get to know that other person's. Uh, you think, oh, they're just doing that now because I know what that that's the way they handle that situation, so you,
5: you're okay with it. It's, you know, mm.
3: it's you tolerate it mm. because you know that they're just having their little thing or whatever. You know.
5: Mick Jagger and Keith Richards—they've thrown a few punches at each other before. They uh, yeah, and they get over it.
3: <laughs> hey, you know what? I this is a little off-topic. You know what I noticed the other—I've just realised that the Rolling Stones don't have their drummer and their bass player, and and the Beatles just have a drummer and a
5: bass player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's going to work, but. <laughs> I just realized sure, that the other day. That, imagine, imagine the ticket they could sell for that. They could probably sell them upwards of five hundred bucks a two. Yeah, imagine absolutely. seeing the Rolling Stones, and the Beatles I th- together.
3: I think Ringo would fit, but I'm not I'm not sure Paul would fit in there with those boys. Yeah, I don't think. You just get the
2: feeling. Sir so, is it Sir Paul McCarthy? They're
3: McCarthy? they're all Sirs, I think, are oh, they? Oh they're not they're never well no, yeah. they're not gonna knight they're not gonna night Keith.
5: Yeah.
2: So what's next for the ritzy kid, Sean?
5: Yeah, another single. Um maybe in December. I think uh I was talking to Willard the other day, uh he's selling some gear and rebuying gear. Um so we might have some new stuff on the next song. Um I'll wait until he does that and then we'll we'll get going on the on the on the what is it, fourth single. Um so it could be out by December. Yeah. Um or it could be out by the new year. So So it's um,
2: a country and western tune.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, not not not, not much like that. It's, uh, it's, um, What's the tempo? Oh, I reckon it's 145. Okay. So it's a lot slower than this wow. one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, back. We can see you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have I been vanishing? Is my internet playing? Yeah, it's bloody terrible. Yeah.
3: yeah, it'll be right once it uploads. Yeah. It'll be
5: fine.
2: It'll be good once it uploads. Probably the live stream hasn't been as um, positive and nice. So possibly December new song. So is this all working towards a, an album? Is that the
5: the goal? I reckon more so an EP at this stage. Yeah, I think it'll just be an EP. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I, I'm keen to keen to release something like that and uh, and get gigging. Yeah, that will be good. And I'm uh, I'm talking with a couple of other fellows, obviously to bring in. Um, to the band and um you know fill it out a little bit more um so so that's happening at the moment and uh and yeah hopefully we can we can we can get in a big room and and, and start doing it Mate, oh, oh yeah that'd be awesome that's
2: going to be good absolutely awesome and um just another question that sort of has come to me you had an album out or roughly 10 songs out just as Sean Fraser and then you shifted into like the ritzy kids, which is a little bit harder than what you had out under your own label. Was there a a re- oh, I'm sorry, under your own name. Is there a reason why you had that shift, Sean? Um,
5: I bought a Telecaster. Okay, <laughs> and, I to, and I and I wanted to use it. I think that was that was what the the reason was. I uh, I went to the guitar shop with a bit of money, and I uh, was like, oh, I really want a Telecaster, and I started playing it, and I played it through the distortion pedal, and I was like, "I think I want to start doing this stuff again." Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get rid of the solo thing. I, I'd like to release some more solo stuff in the new year as well. It could be a busy year, um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was just buying that guitar and, and, and plugging it in, into distortion. I was like, "I need a, I need another outlet," so I need a, I need you to like, create something else. You
3: like the telly, Sean, huh? Oh, I love it. I'm um, a massive, just... I'm a massive telly fan. Oh, I've got one. I don't know if you can see. Oh, beautiful! I love it. Yeah, the butterscotch. Oh.
5: That is lovely. <laughs> yeah. See, I just it's want just all the tellys. You could just,
3: you could just bash the fuck out of it, and it's just, I just love it. I've got really heavy strings on it. You could just hit it.
5: And that's... like you can play so many styles with a telecaster. True, right? that's true. You do, Country,
3: you yeah. can crack it on that back pickup. You can go to the front. And you can get even a bit jazzy if you want.
5: Yeah, I... like it's it's quite popular in punk rock, and it's uh, like Bruce Springsteen. Oh yeah, like he's just all about it. Keith, um, yeah, yeah, Keith, it's. Uh... It's a great guitar. I just love it. It's just so versatile. Mm, I agree.
3: <laughs>
2: Sorry, Tony, we I'm, went a bit technical I, on I, you there. I had absolutely no idea what you guys were Tony, talking Tony,
5: you'll have to get a, uh, maybe for your 30th wedding anniversary, you can ask for a telecaster.
2: Yeah, well, Tate's promised that he's going to help me learn how to at least play a song, at some, you know, and I've sort of... First yeah, lesson next yeah, next weekend yeah, when in Agnes Water, Tony. Absolutely. Hey, just one last question. On the film clip itself, and... You know, we've always got to make a, a comment around Sean's um, presentation and showmanship. And last time we talked about it, all we, we likened you to <laughs> Liam Gallagher, and you, you yeah, you had the Liam that. Gallagher stance. <laughs> this time, the last time in the song where you sing. Heard about you, read about you. I reckon you had the evil eye on. It's the you're looking across the room at someone and you've got the evil eye <laughs> happening. So,
5: was that part of what you wanted to portray in that part? I don't think so. No, I definitely wasn't thinking that. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So uh, so Sean was really breaking up there so I hope that <laughs> that made some sense so I hope yeah so so Sean well done um we were so yeah. stoked to um see breakthrough get some airplay for you. Uh, we know how hard you guys work um and you know quite frankly we love the music and that music deserves to be played live in pubs right around Australia so um, hopefully, if we continue on our path that currently we're on, hopefully we can make that start to happen. So, so with your permission, um, Tave and I are just going to do our little thing around our undiscovered seven inches. So I'm going first this time. It's, uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so this is a band. It's a Sydney, uh an old Sydney band. And yeah. it's, um called- can I see
3: how it's at the Eastern Dark? Is that yeah, their name? That's Eastern Dark. I've never heard of these guys. What's the say down the bottom? Is that the name that's of the song? That's the name of the song. Jenny and DD. Dee Dee. Yeah. What is it?
2: Um, Johnny and DD Dee Dee is the yeah. one song, and Julie is yeah. a junkie is another. Julie he- is a junkie. Heavily influenced by the Ramones. Uh, yes. Now James Darick was the lead uh, vocal and he played bass for a band called Celibate Rifles, which you may uh, yes. or may no, not Dam- have um, heard about, Damien Lovelock's band. Yep. Went out and joined the Eastern Dark. They released this, which was just like it's... And the reason why this is here, because this is the like the Sydney pedigree that the Ritzy kids are sort of following, and yes. it's frenetic, it's guitar, It's it's beautiful. This was released in 85, so a little bit before the best year of music. Which is of course eighty six, um, <laughs> but um, Eastern Dark wrote, recorded an EP, and as they'd recorded it, and then they hit a weekend of shows. They actually had a car accident, which killed the, the the vocalist and put the other two. There was only a three piece, put the other two in hospital, which unfortunately saw the demise of one of a, a, a truly great band. So Eastern Dark. Um, Eighty-five, Johnny awesome. and DD. It's uh... good.
3: Good. Uh, I like the cover too. Yeah, I like the the colours. You know the what do you call them? The not chromatic colours. The just the the basic colours. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's there's not a lot of depth to it. So that was um yeah. So that's uh, an interesting part of um, Australian music history. So what have, what well, have you got for Curly?
0: It?
3: I've gone for a band that has had a little bit more. Success than those guys, yeah. the Eastern Dark, and I would probably go out on a limb and say they're the biggest band that's ever come out of Sydney. Wow! Um, this is a single from their second album. And There they are. There it is, right there. So that's—is oh. it in the center? Yeah. It's in it, excess. It's a cool song. Stay young. The first band I was ever in, we covered this song. It's just about and you know Tony I'm not getting any younger and I think one thing that keeps you young and I'm sure Sean will agree is that playing music is so good for your soul it keeps absolutely. you a bit young so. there you go yeah. and stay- and, and one thing cool about this it's got the words on the back oh, right. yeah so you can read the words on the back even on the single that's really cool I reckon
2: absolutely
3: it's- oh and one other thing I have to tell you about this is the clip for this you can go on YouTube and check it out and the clip was filmed by uh, Peter Clifton, who was famous for filming Led Zeppelin's Song Remains the Same. He filmed that whole movie. Now, was
2: there also a, a Zep album that had a milestone? This Led time? Zeppelin
3: 4 on Monday. It was 50 years to the wow. day that it came out, Led Zeppelin 4. How old does everyone feel? That changed everything <laughs> when that came out. <laughs>
2: Changed everything. So, had you heard of any? I mean, obviously, excess Sean,
5: you've heard about, but yeah, East yeah, NXS, Dark? But I, I've got to check out Eastern Dark. That is a uh, it's a tragic story, the one that you were just saying. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. I haven't, I hadn't heard of them.
2: I oh, will look them up. I don't, I don't know if their um, music's. So I'd say YouTube's going to be your best bet. A lot of the stuff that I tend to like never gets onto the digital streaming platform, So. Sean, once again, awesome having you back on the show. Um, a couple of gremlins on the internet tonight, so it's um, we will make sure we get the video and the audio out on Thursday normally this week. Um, just a, a couple of things that we just need to go through. Next week, 18th of November, we've got a band from Brisbane called Spillage. Um, just to let the cat out of the bag, they were running around as a band in the 1990s. The lead singer apparently was given some money to go get some kebabs and he came back 20 years later. That's their story. <laughs> That's their story, and they're sticking to it. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, the week after that, we've got uh, Fee Garrett from Amped NZ. Now, we've we featured a lot of live music and musicians. Um, Amped NZ is live streaming dance music and. I'm so fascinated. She's, a D, she's a DJ. DJing. Yeah, it's going
3: to be cool Get a DJ on. And I'm
2: fascinated because their live streams, i will have hundreds of people on a live stream watching a DJ wow. do their their thing and watching and obviously dancing. So um, what can we learn from that? What can musos learn from that? I think that's really important. Um, 2nd of December, we've got a, a show planned that's called The Undiscovered and Uncovered Covers. So that'll be interesting. A couple from Braggy and a couple from Curly. December 9, we've got an education session around social media to help bands get discovered. So if you've got any sort of questions in relation to social media, pass them through so we can ask the expert. Um, That'll be a
3: good one for any bands out there that listen or any musos to listen to, I reckon. I'm I'm really interested in that because, you know.
2: We're constantly, and Sean's good on social media. They've got a great following on their, their Facebook page. Um, but for anyone that's got questions to get discovered nowadays, it seems to be that social media is one of the really key things. So, for what sure. does it mean for Musos? And of course, on the sixteenth of December, we've got our Christmas show, which will be our last show of the year. And once again, the links um, for all that will be in the show notes. Uh, the The links for the the Ritzy Kids will be in the show notes. Uh, the uh, their Spotify links. Um, but you do need to register for the Christmas show because, as I said, it is going to be on another platform. We won't be streaming through YouTube. Um, We're also running a trivia quiz on the night, so that'll be a little bit of fun. So, yeah, there'll be a prize. So, don't know what it is yet, but (laughs) we'll work it out. And then... Last, lastly, but not least, in 2022, we kick off the year with a gentleman called Mick Madew from the Screaming Tribesmen, mate. Wow! I, I am so that, excited that, by that. That's
3: go. That's right in your alley. Tony. Right in the 80s. So,
2: and Screaming Tribesmen, uh, you know the, the likes of Chris Mazawak from the Hitman, um, Mick's just been a mainstay of of rock Queensland rock music. He's still got a band playing Mick Madew and the Mesmerizers. And we kick our that uh, our first show in twenty twenty two with Mick Madu, which is going I'm to looking be- forward
3: to that, Tony, because he was he's gonna be right in the middle of the of the peterson era, which yeah would have been really tough. Yeah. Out there. They were closing down venues and it was just it was police fucking bullshit going on. It's gonna be interesting to talk to him about that. Absolutely.
2: And one of the interesting things is and one of the songs that are on our undiscovered and un sorry, Unfiltered Undiscovered Playlist, which has now got the new song from the Ritzy Kids on it as well, is a song called Igloo from The Screaming Tribesman and truly is a classic of Australian independent music. So I'm really excited. I'm a bit of a fan of Mick, so it'll be... I'll probably be a bit tongue-tied. Oh, Tony's going to be the fan girl. I'll be a bit of a fan boy. So have I missed anything? I
3: don't think so, mate. All
2: right. So, Sean, once again... Fantastic to have you once again on the show. It's been Thanks, Sean. And so exciting to see your success. And, you know, when, you know, Tave found out about the top 20 downloads for Breakthrough, of course, we had to take just a little
5: bit of credit for that. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course you guys were the first to uh to have me on any sort of podcast. So uh, uh yeah, your okay. sport's been amazing and this this podcast is just going from strength to strength. I can just see just you rattling off all those uh all those things you got your schedule coming up. Uh plenty plenty happening on the show. So uh so you guys are doing great job. Absolutely. And all we
2: want to Excellent. do, Sean, is just help people, you know. Th- th- we we're not there's no money to be made in what we do. We just enjoy Sitting here having a beer, hopefully getting some people... Uh, To listen to some new music, and Tave made a really good valid point last week. Don't just listen to the playlist; go follow the artists that are on that playlist. So
3: yeah, make sure you follow them because then you know they get more streams and stuff. And yeah, that's yeah.
2: Yeah. So once again, we're on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Wherever you've listened to this particular podcast or watched it, like and subscribe. Please share it. All our information, of course, is on our website. And our fantastic playlists are on Spotify. We've got the Unfiltered, Undiscovered. I think we're about 47 songs there now, so that's pretty cool. And um, we've also got our protest songs so <laughs> playlist as well. Are we going to do a
3: new playlist every year, Tony? I think that'd be a good idea. We have like the Unfiltered, Undiscovered 2021 playlist, the 2022 good playlist. Yeah, good idea. Good idea.
2: So, and um, and as I said, we're just continuing to charge on. So from Tave and myself, thank you all very much for listening. Once again, thank you so much, Sean. I'm looking over here because you're on my YouTube screen, but you're not on my main screen. So (laughs) that's why I'm constantly (laughs) pointing over there. But um, once again, great show. Thank you so much. And to everyone, we'll see you all again next week.